Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekrutman. And my name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. David, last time you took us on a real adventure. It was pretty amazing to hear you discuss the verse in Deuteronomy, chapter 18, verse 13. The idea of traveling on MapQuest instead of using Waze, which is a very non-modern way of looking at things. But you described it as our journey with God should be filled with pitfalls and accept those pitfalls. In other words, every challenge that God sends along our way, we shouldn't try to avoid those challenges. Instead, we should welcome them with simplicity, realizing that these challenges are there for a reason. These challenges were placed in our path by God as a means to help us grow towards Him. Is that correct? That is correct. When we're navigating our return home to God, we need to pick a path. We don't have to have all the answers and the entire action plan before we return home. We return, we pick the path, and whatever is in that path, we accept and we consciously accept it. That's what I was saying. We consciously accept our map quest back home to God and we do not try to be like ways and figure out different alternative routes or paths back to God. So David, that's the first of the five verses that you recommend looking at as a means to understand what true repentance or return really is. Again, we have five letters in the Hebrew word teshuvah. We address the first Hebrew letter of teshuvah. That's the tough. The second Hebrew letter is a shin. That represents the verse in Psalm 16, verse 8. I have set the eternal before me constantly because he is at my right hand and I will not falter. Okay, what does this verse in particular have to do with repentance? Certainly, it's an important verse. In fact, it's a verse that's often printed on the wall of the synagogue. I place God before me at all times. Certainly, that's an important principle in thinking about God. But what does it have to do with repentance per se? So I want to say that the verse is not about that I know there's a God. I want to make that very, very clear. If I am a believer in God, I know there is a God. This verse is telling me that God is constantly recreating his creation every single moment. If you remember, Scott, when we were dealing with the book of Genesis and the account of creation, we had this alternative translation and we said, at first, he created Elohim, the language of heaven, the language of earth. Right. Remember, that means God had to create the idea of God for us to freely choose him. We know that if God is not involved in every single second of his creation, it will return back to a chaotic state. God is always recreating every single moment for us. And that's what this verse is saying to us. God is before me constantly. That means every single moment he's recreating me. That is why repentance works and is not a burden on the person to move forward. Sometimes we think of our past as a way that we can never return home. The baggage is just too great. But if God is recreating me every single moment, I am not the same person I was just a second ago. Hmm. And I know that because if God is not with me constantly and recreating me, then I won't be here. You won't be here, Scott. We won't be doing this podcast, Scott. 
The only reason why we're able to do what we're doing is because God is involved in every single second of his creation. He didn't just create the world and go to Boca Raton and sipping pina coladas on the beach. I see, because I thought he was. That's like the Jewish stairway to heaven is Boca Raton, <laughs> Scott. You know that. Naturally. So you're saying that placing God before me always means not that I merely think about God, but I recognize that God is constantly recreating the world and me along with it, which means that in a certain sense, David, I am not the same person as I was a moment ago because I'm a brand new creation now. And by thinking about that, by internalizing that message, I'm allowing myself to see myself as new, thereby unburdening myself of the sins of the past, of things that would hold me back because I'm really not the same person because I've been recreated. Is that what you mean? That is the point because we often think that our past prevents us or is an excuse not to move forward. So whereas the first verse, we said, be consciously simplistic in your walk with God, you have to choose your map quest, choose your path to God. But often when we choose that path, the first excuse is, my past is too much to bear. There's not a reason for me to move forward. And this is the reason why we have the second verse. Because I know that God is recreating me right now at this moment. And I am not the same person I was in the past. So I'm able to move forward. That is the beauty of forgiveness and atonement. What a nice idea, David. I'm looking forward to hearing what verse number three is tomorrow. My name is Scott Kahn. My name is David Nekrutman. Blessings from Jerusalem.